0: 8.51, a follow-up to the breaking news that we sent you in the WOKV app in the afternoon, a workplace vaccine mandate cannot be enforced. I wanted to break down the Supreme Court ruling and also how it impacts healthcare workers specifically in kind of a, a semi-win, if you will, for the Biden administration. WOKV political and legal analyst Rick Mullaney with the Jacksonville University Public Policy Institute is with me. So in the grand scheme of things, uh, employers who have 100-plus employees uh, now have some clarity, thanks to the Supreme Court, it would appear, Rick.
1: Well, they, well, they do, uh, Rich, that, and that's with respect to federal power and federal agencies. Remember, the Supreme Court opinion yesterday held it unconstitutional for OSHA to impose this, uh, to impose this rule. And many of the conservative judges have always been skeptical of administrative power and the reach of federal agencies particularly if they believe there's not an explicit grant from Congress. And so this was a limitation there. However, for companies, companies still have the authority to have private companies of over 100 employees can still impose a vaccine mandate. And, of course, local and state governments have far far broader power. So in looking at yesterday's Supreme Court opinion, keep in mind the distinction, of course, between the exercise of federal authority, Versus the exercise of local authority or state authority or a private company exercising its own decision. Yesterday's decision in OSHA uh, created, uh, said it was unconstitutional. When it came to healthcare, hospitals and healthcare workers, a different opinion.
0: Why is that a different opinion specifically?
1: a couple different reasons one is federal money you have federal dollars going to hospitals and to healthcare facilities for medicare and medicaid patients billions of dollars actually and that funding is one piece of it the second piece is that the legislation from congress itself and the regulatory scheme is far more related to protecting medicare patients and the environment and, cont- and uh, preventing contagious diseases from spreading and many of the judges felt the statutory scheme was much much closer and of course, there was the federal money. So there was a strong distinction drawn there. And the court, by a five 4 op- opinion, upheld the HHS, the Human Health Services Secretary's rule, imposing a vaccine mandate when it came to uh, hospitals and healthcare facilities that receive Medicare and Medicaid funding.
0: So can you envision a scenario where the Biden White House takes another bite of the apple here for private companies with 100 or more, or even a, another number? Or is this kind of Done, and it's up to an individual company or local government to make its own unique decision.
1: This opinion of the U.S. Supreme Court is very significant, and basically it's the latter rich. This means that it will be local and state authority in this area. That doesn't mean that pres- the Biden administration won't find other approaches to try to uh, encourage vac- uh, vaccines, but it won't be through a mandate through private employers. Uh, And it won't be through a workaround, as the chief of staff called it, by trying to do it this way. Uh, So I do not expect another bite at the apple or for the Biden administration to try this approach. But I do expect them to encourage people to get vaccinated and to do it in other ways.
0: Obviously, Rick, this is a separate issue from other weighty cases. But as you look at the dynamics of this court and as it's beginning to take shape now with Amy Coney Barrett, do you have any initial takeaways on how we may see things evolve with future cases throughout the year?
1: Well, I think this case these this case and these two opinions really um, are pretty consistent with the divide on the court on how they view the exercise of agency authority and administrative authority and federal power. The conservative judges, even apart from yesterday, have always been more limiting and skeptical on the on deferring to those agencies, and they typically want Congress to give a more explicit direction a more express, explicit grant of legislation. The more liberal judges are more willing to defer to the agency judgment, as the opinions, the dissent in this case, said it is their expertise they should be relying on, and that it's less important to them that Congress uh, give explicit uh, legislation, but give direction and guidelines, and they they are much more deferential to the agencies. That divide in judicial interpretation you can expect to continue in the future, with the conservative judges more limiting on the administrative role and the liberal judges a little bit more deferential to the rulings of regulatory agencies.
0: Well, I rule that we're running uh, low on time, but I also rule that we appreciate and value your insight. WOKB legal and political analyst Rick Mullaney with the J.U. Public Policy Institute, uh, breaking down the Supreme Court opinions from yesterday. If you wanted to read through those in detail, head to WOKB.com. It's 855 on the Friday edition of Jacksonville's Morning News.